We're finishing up in Likutemaran Torah Yudzain, paragraph Tess, the last paragraph. In our Likutemarans, it's page 54, the right hand column, about a third way down the page. In this paragraph, Rabbeinazal is going to review what we had so far throughout this Torah Likutemaran. And at the end of the paragraph, we'll try to summarize and to clarify it a little bit. Rabbi Nezal says, mm-hmm. that based on this Torah and Likut Imran, we could understand an explanation into a Pasuk in Chumash, where it discusses the brothers of Yosef HaTzadik after they were leaving his presence. And the Torah says that when they were emptying out their sacks, they found that each one had his bundle of silver in his sack, and they found a discrepancy that Binyamin had more. And then there was the whole question of them coming to Yaakov Avinu, asking, asking, I'm sorry, at, at this point they, they examined their monies, and then they came to Yaakov Avinu asking that they be allowed to bring Binyamin with them to show to Yosef HaTzadik. Rabbi says, Earlier, in the beginning of paragraph Beis, Rabbi Nezal quoted a Pasuk. Rabbi Nezal explained that Shemayim represents Yira and Ahava, because the word Shemayim is a combination of Eish and Mayim. Eish represents Yira, there's a posuk in Chumash, Ki Oreso Mepnei Ho'esh. And Mayim generally represents Ahavo. There's a posuk, Mayim Rabim Lo Yuchlu Lechabois Es Ho'ahavo. Mayim is associated with Ahavo. So the word Shomayim represents a combination of Yira and Ahavo. Rabbi Nezal quoted a posuk earlier that there are times that the Yira and Ahavo becomes covered up becomes hidden from the person, because the light of the tzaddik becomes hidden from the person. And the posuk that Rabbein Ezzel brought to show that was, Albish shomayim kadrus, Hashem says, I'm going to cover the shomayim with darkness, the sack osim ksusam, and I'll put a sack over it to hide its light. So here Rabbein Ezzel says that th- this sack, shomayim hainu yiro vi'avo kanal, when they remove this sack that's covering up the Shomayim, that's covering up the Yira and Avo, each one of them found his bundle of silver in a sack, we said. Rabbein Azal explains now, the term a bundle of silver that represents the tzaddik. Bechinas, tzroyer hakesef lokach biyodoi. There's a posik in Mishlei where it says, Hashem took his bundle of silver in his hands. Shehem hatzadikim, kamoshapirish rashishom. Rashi Kodesh explains over there, in that place in Mishlei, that the word tzroyer hakesef is being used to refer to the tzaddikim, that Hashem removes the tzaddikim. So we see that the term tzroyer kesef refers to the tzaddik. Besakoi, the tzroyer kesef was in the sack. 
היינו שאוהר הצדיק נסחשך ונסלבש ונסקסה בקדרוס וסק. This means that, that sometimes the light of the tzaddik becomes darkened and covered up and clothed in, in darkness, in this sack. היינו שמרגישים שהסק והחושך שהיו על הירו ויעבו זה מחמס סק וחושך שנחשך להם אוהר הצדיק נא. This means that the people come to realize that this, that the year and Avo was hidden from them, is because the light of the tzaddik was hidden from them. And it's the tzaddik who possesses this year and Avo. So this is Vayihim Meirikim Sakehim, when they were emptying out from the sack what was in it, what does the sack cover up? Albish Shomayim Kadrus Vesak. The sack covers up the Shomayim, the Yira and Avo. And they found that what was the cause of it? The cause of it was Vihine Ish Tzror Kaspoi Besakoi. That the Tzadik was covered up in this sack. The light of the Tzadik was covered up, therefore the Yira and Avo was covered up. Vayiru es Tzrurois Kaspehem Hemo Vaavihem. Rabbeinazal explains, Hainu shero vehikiru shetsurois kaspehem tolui bahachimer vahatsura. They came to realize and to see that this concept of the light of the tzaddik depends on their own chimer and tsura. Chimer means the gashmius like, their goof, and tsura here represents the sechel, the neshama, the higher level. Shenikro heimo vaavihem. The nickname that we use to discuss the guf and the neshama, or the gashmius and the ruchnius here, is hema, them, and their fathers, the abba. Rabbi Nezal explains, hema zeh ha-choymer, shehem klei The term hema refers to them, that refers to the gashmius, the klei ha-maisa. Va'avihem hu ha-seichel. The father represents the seichel. Bechinas av bechochma. It says in the Chumash that Yosef HaTzadik was called Avreich, Av Bechachma, Varach Bishonim. So we see that the term Abba refers to Sechel, to Chachma. Hainu Kanal, Shehizgalus Oyer HaTzadik, in order to reveal the light of the Tzadik, Shehizgula HaKiroi, that people should be Zeche to get to recognize the Tzadik. Ulohovin Velitoim Velirois Oyer HaGodol, and that people should be Zeche to get to understand and to taste from and to see the great light of the tzaddik, who tolui b'shleimus ha-maisim u'b'schus ha-seichel. It's dependent on a person perfecting his maisim, his actions, and also purifying his seichel, purifying the brain. So in other words, this is where Vayiru es Tzrurois Kaspehem, they came to see that the problem that was related to the Tzroir HaKesef, to the Tzadik, was because of Hemo Vaavihem, was because of them, meaning their Gashmius, their Maisim, Vaavihem, and because of their Sechel, their Moyach. Vayoymer lohem Yaakov Avihem, and Yaakov Avinu, their father, said to them, We said the father represents the Sechel. Hainu toichachois hasechel. This represents the brain being moichiach, the person. Shemoichiach es hachamorim, shem kleamaisa. The brain is giving toichocho to the other parts of the body that are called the kleamaisa, the hands, the feet, the eyes, the other parts of the body. Shehutoyle hasirchoin bekleamaisa. The brain tells the goof 
that it, this is your fault. You want to know why the Yira and Ava, why you can't feel the Yira and Ava? You want to know why you can't see, why this person can't see the light of the Tzaddik? It's because of the Guth. It's because of the Averis and the Maisim Roim that the body is doing. That's what's messing up the whole thing. Vizer Oisi Shikaltem. This is why Yaakov Avinu said to his sons, Me, you're destroying. The word Shikaltem is the opposite of Sechel. Through your spoiled actions, you're causing destruction to the Sechel. Because we mention many times, the Gemara says, Usually the way we teach it is that a person doesn't do an Avera until he first becomes crazy. There's first Nichnas that's one taich of that Gemara. There's another taich, a person doesn't commit a sin, unless you'll see that a result of the Avera will be that an Avera messes up the brain. When a person does that's poigam the sechel. Just like Rabbi Nezal says in Sefer Amidos, that that the kfira, uh, that a person committing a sin that brings kfira into the person's brain, showing that the brain usually we say the machshava affects the ma'isa, so too the ma'isim affect the machshavos. In this case, Rabbein is all saying that the seichel is being moichiach, the klei ma'isa, that you should know it's your fault that the brain is messed up. It's the fault of the, the ma'isim of the person that's causing the brain not to be able to think clearly, not to be able to see the light of the tzaddik, and not to be able to see the yira and avo. Yosef Einenu. And because of this, because the brain is messed up, therefore there's no Yosef. What is Yosef? Zebechinas Hoin Yosef Reim Rabim. We said earlier that Yosef represented the power of Tzdaka. That Tzdaka is Moisif. It adds on friends. It gives a person new friends. Money attracts people. So because of that, the Tzdaka is Pogum. The Shimoin Einenu. And there's no Shimoin. We said earlier that through tzedakah, there's an avir nach v'zach that's created. When people give tzedakah, there's goodwill. There's a ruach toiv created among people. And when there's this ruach toiv, which is the opposite of a storm, then the diburim of the tzaddik can be heard far away. Even by the goyim, the, the good that was swallowed up by the goyim, hears the diburim of the tzaddik and it's able to be pulled out. But, but when there's no tzedaka, then there's no shimoin, then there's no v'shomoy hoylech b'chol that we learned about earlier. Ves binyomin tikochu, and now you want to take binyomin also? Ze bechinas mizbeach bechelkoi shotoyrof. Binyomin represents the mizbeach. Binyomin ze'ev yitrof. We said that in his chelik was the mizbeach. That once you messed up all of this, naturally the mizbeach is messed up also. Shehu binyomin. She'ikr shleimus hasechel toli bozekanal. We learned earlier that the ikr shleimus hasechel is toli on the tikken ho'achila, which represents the mizbeach. The seichel is giving toichocha to the person and saying to him, 
that you want to know what caused the brain to be spoiled and messed up? It's the kleamaisa, it's the actions of the person. This means specifically, this refers to the mitzvah of giving tzdaka, which is shehi toloi b'maisa. Tzdaka is that mitzvah in the Torah, which the Torah calls it maisa. There's a posik in Yeshaya where it calls tzdaka maisa hatzdaka. So we see that the ikr of mitzvah that affects the klei ha the parts of the body, is this mitzvah tzdaka. It's this mitzvah which is mesake in the klei ha the person, that's what brings a shleimus hasechel. Because we learned earlier that through tzdaka, there are, uh, that enables gerim to come to B'nai Yisrael. Because tzdaka clears the air. When people are charitable, it means there's goodwill from people. It means there's a clear atmosphere. The air is cleared. Not stormy, not when people are angry at each other or selfish where there's no connection. There's, there's a break between them. So Rabbein says through Tzedakah, this Avir Hanach is created, which allows the Dibur, the Tzaddik, to travel not a couple of feet, but a couple of miles or thousands of miles to reach those furthest places among the Goyim and draw out from them the parts of Kedusha, the Geirim. And this is what brings about a which the Gemara says that today our Mizbeach is the table that we eat on. The food that we eat, if we eat it, if a person eats like a mensch, they take small bites and they eat neatly and they eat respectfully and they eat with making a bracha before and they think about the bracha and they, they have kavona when they're saying the bracha samozoin and they make sure to have tzdoka in their food which means they have guests at the table they see to it that they're, they're not eating themselves and, and they have divrei Torah spoken at the table which is this achila with sechel to see to it that, that it's not that when I'm eating Everything is gestorben, everything's dead, there's no sechel. On the contrary, I see to it to mix in, to, to weave in sechel into my food, to see to it to learn before I eat, to learn after I eat. These are all the tikkunim of the achila. Then the person is to achila bigdusha. Vazai nishlam hasechel. And then the sechel becomes perfected and completed. Vazai zoichen lirois oir hatzadik. Then the person is zeicher to get to see and understand the light of the tzaddik. And when a person is zeicher to see the light of the tzaddik, what are they going to see? They're going to see yira and avo. That is the oyer of the tzaddik, and the person will be able to receive that from the tzaddik. Baruch Hashem. If a personal review this Torah from the beginning, you'll see that every single thing Rabbi Nezal said was connected very well, very clearly from the beginning. Each concept that Rabbi Nezal spoke about. Just to go back and, and clarify some of the things, one of the points that Rabbi Nezal spoke about here was that one of the main accomplishments of tzaddikim is the fact that they are zeicher. How is a tzaddik zeicher to be the one who possesses the Yira and Ahavo, Rabbein Ezzel explained through the fact that Tzadikim HaZoycheh to, to understand and reveal the Hisparus that Hashem has with Bnei Yisrael. 
There's nobody that understands and, and, and appreciates as much the nachas that Hashem gets from the lowest person, the lowest yid, as much as tzaddikim. And Rabbi Nezal said, because of that, they understand, number one, Hashem's love for the entire Klal Yisrael, as we see in the case of Moshe Rabbeinu, even when Hashem tried to convince him that Klal Yisrael was terrible and they were worth being destroyed right after they worshipped the Egel Azov, Moshe Rabbeinu didn't buy it. He didn't fall for that trick. He knew that that's not the way tzaddikim are supposed to think. Tzaddikim are supposed to really know that the Am Yisrael is the whole purpose of Bria Soilam and, and Hashem loves them when they're tzaddikim and Hashem loves them even when they're Rishonim. Even when they do bad things, it doesn't destroy, it doesn't eliminate Hashem's love for them. It's just that the love has to be shown in another way. When somebody's doing good things, you show your love for them by rewarding them. When somebody's doing a bad thing, you show your love for them by patching them, not by ignoring them. If you don't care about the person, you'll make believe you don't see. The person will do bad things and wrong things, and you simply look the other way. Why? Because you don't care that much about that person. They don't mean that much to you. Whereas Hashem, who loves us, when we're good, the love is shown by reward. When we're bad, the love is shown by a patch showing that He wants us to change. If He didn't care about us, whether we're good or bad, he would ignore the bad, period. So the tzaddik is the one who's masik this on the level of Klal Yisrael, and then on the level of, of each individual Jew, and then Rabbi Nezal said every move that a Yid makes, the tzaddik understands how much nachas Hashem is getting from it. Even when a Yid plays with his payas, he just turns his payah. Because this is a mitzvah, we're not talking about doing the actual mitzvah, but touching a mitzvah gives nachas tashem. A person touches the tzitzis, or touches their payas, or touches the beard. In the Bnei Yisachar, in one place, he explains why it is that many times a person comes to a tzaddik, to a Talmud Chacham, to discuss an issue of halacha, or a question in Torah, and the tzaddik, not, the tzaddik moves his hands over his beard. And the Bnei Yisachar explains because the beard represents the chachma, zokein zekona chachma, the Gemara says, and therefore by moving the hairs of the beard, he's mo'ira v'koyach ha'seichel in the moyach. This is why he says it's a natural tendency to do that. It's not because they have nothing else to, there are people who are stupid enough to make fun of this. You picture how dumb a person can be just because he doesn't know the reason behind something, so he chooses to, rather than be ashamed of himself, embarrassed that he didn't learn the whole Shas, that he didn't learn the whole Zohar Kodesh, that he doesn't know every single thing about Yiddishkeit, rather than being embarrassed, the person is foolish enough to make fun of the Tzadikim, make fun of the Talmidei Chachamim, they play with their payas, they play with their beards, not knowing that there's very significant things being accomplished, there's tikkunim, that's what gives him the brains to be the one answering the questions, whereas you're the one who has the questions. Or some people are so dumb they don't even have questions, they don't even know what questions to ask. So Rabbi Nezal says that the tzaddikim are the ones who are masig this, they're the ones who are to understand the nachas that Hashem gets from the tiniest move that a yid makes, and, and because of that, these tzaddikim, when they speak diburim of emuna, they're able to send these diburim of emuna like a missile, like a guided missile, into the sforum of the goyim, and then the, the right people that are supposed to find it, find it and get pulled out. 
one of the things that the Meforshim explain, what's one of the mistakes that many Yidin made in, in history, and this is what caused Yidin Rahman Atzlan to convert, to become Goyim, or this is what causes the Goyim to believe differently from Yidin, the, the Gemara says that this was the Pegama, the Doer Enosh. The Doer Enosh were people who worshipped idols. What was their reason for worshipping idols? Because they be- believed Ozav Hashem Esoretz. Not that there's no Hashem. Chas Shalom, there is a Hashem. And not that Hashem isn't great. Hashem is very great. He's so great that it would be silly, it would be insulting to Hashem to say that Hashem has anything to do with watching over us. Hashem watches whether I drink a cup of soda. Hashem cares if I drink, if I eat kosher or treif. That's like saying Hashem is nothing. Hashem is gashmias. Hashem, it would make a difference to Hashem if I eat chazar or if I eat chocolate cake. What would it matter? This, this concept, this form of a mistake, of a kfirah, this is what led them to worship idols, to say, therefore, we have to believe that Hashem is not mashgiach over every single minute, minute detail, but rather he appointed lower-level servants, like the sun and the moon and the unholy ghost, the other baloney that the Goyim believe in, that these are the ones who are intermediary, they believe, they're the ones whom Hashem appointed to, to be the kesher with mankind, with Pnei Odom. Rabbi Nezal says that we see that the tzaddik is the opposite. What's their mistake? Their mistake is they think that people are so bad and so low that they can't have a kesher tashem. The tzaddikim are the ones who are zoichet to be masik, the hisparus, just the opposite. That people are so important that this is Hashem's biggest nachas. Hashem gets much more nachas from a human being that's than he gets from Malochim or than he gets from the most holiest of beings. His biggest nachas is from these lower level items. And it's this specific limud that the tzaddik teaches about showing the importance of the smallest Jew or even a ger, where the Gemara says on, on Mordechai at Tzaddik, the Pesach says in the Megillah, Ish Yehudi Hoya Beshushan Abiro Ushmoi Mordechai. Mordechai Tzadik is called Ish Yudi. Mordechai, whom the Zohar Kodesh says that Mordechai is the Yud Gimel Midah Shorachmim, that, that uh, the Zohar Kodesh says that Mordechai is Bigimatria Verav Chesed, which, the words Rav Chesed, which represent the, the Yud Gimel Shorachmim, the highest level of holiness on the part of Hashem. So what does the Torah call Mordechai Atzadik? He's called Ish Yehudi. The Gemara says, you want to know who else is an Ish Yehudi? Kol HaKoifer Ba'avoydezora Nikra Yehudi. Anybody who denies Avoydezora is called Yehudi, which means that a Goy a goy who is the lowest of the lowest of the lowest, when a goy decides to become a Jew, which means he simply accepts upon himself to be koifer b'avoydezora, to drop the avoydezora and join hands with the Yidden, he gets the same title that the Torah gives to Mordechai Atzadik. He's called Yehudi. This is the limud of tzaddikim. And this is the diburim of emunah. When Rabbi Nezal said that the tzaddik speaks diburim of emunah, and his diburim of emunah gets sent like missiles into the goyim and they find it, 
This is the emuna. The emuna is the realization that not ozav Hashem esorats, not that people are so low that Hashem has no connection to them, it's just the opposite. People are so high and so important that they're the only interest of Hashem. Hashem isn't impressed with malochim and other baloney. Hashem, the most impressive thing to Hashem is the, is the odom, the, the, the mankind, which was the whole tachlis of Bria Soilam. That's the Diburim of Amunah that Rabbein is all speaking about here that the Tzaddik sends into the Svarim of the Goyim. And if a person will take a look in the Meforshim on this Torah, the Parporis Lechochma, the Bibe Hanachal, the Meanachal, they literally take you from the beginning to the end of this Torah explaining slowly and carefully and weaving in things from the Gemara and other places showing how clear all the concepts in this Torah are. We wanted to mention just related specifically to the Yom Tov of Purim. Today is Rosh Chodesh Ador, and we're headed for Purim. And one of the Yomim Tovim that this chapter in Likut Imran specifically is speaking about is the Yom Tov of Purim, as is brought in the Meforshim in the back and is also brought in Likut Alochis. And there are many different things that connect this chapter in Likut Imran to Purim. For example... The Gemara says, that Rishchodesh Ador is when the announcement was made for the Yidden to give Tzdaka, Shkolim. What were the Shkolim used for? For Korbonois in the Beis Hamikdosh. These Shkolim were used specifically, they were put into a kupa of money that was going to be used, that whenever there weren't Korbonois to be brought, Korbanos of Chiyuv, they had a supply, a stock of animals available so that the Mizbeach was always kept moving. It was always bringing Korbanos. This is the Shkolim, the Tzdaka for the Mizbeach, for the Korbanos. The Gemara says that when Homon gave his 10,000 silver pieces to get Rishus to destroy the Am Yisrael, Hashem said to him, too late. Kvar kidmu Shkoleim l'shkolecha. The Yidin Tzdaka and their ticken of the Mizbeach has beaten you to the punch. That defeated the Avoid Zorah, the Koyach of Homon, who wanted to destroy the Kedusha. We mentioned earlier, Rabbi Nezal mentioned in the Torah Nikotimran, the fact that it says by Mordechai Atzadik, Vayimotzei Kosuv Asherhigit Mordechai, that in the Megillah it mentions that the words of Mordechai Atzadik were found written down in the books of Achashverosh. This concept that's spoken about here, what is Mordechai, where, is, where does Mordechai Atzadik get written up in the books of Achashverosh's books, discuss Mordechai Atzadik? We see, Badafka, that there is such a concept of the words of the Tzadik finding their way into this forum of the Goyim in order that there are going to be Goyim that are going to read that and find that and be saved by that. As we see later, towards the end of the Megillah, it says, Beferish, that the most important result of the whole miracle of Purim was two things. Number one, B'nai Israel wasn't destroyed. And not only wasn't it destroyed, but verabim me'ame ho'oretz misyadim. There were many hundreds or thousands of gerim as a result of this miracle. That as a result of this maisa hatstoka, and as a result of the deeper the tzaddik finding its way into the swarm of the goyim, this resulted in, in thousands of gerim being added on to B'nai Yisrael. The Gemara says in the beginning, the Gemara says in Megillah, 
what caused, what gave Haman his power, what caused Bnei Yisrael to be worthy of being destroyed, chas v'shalom? The fact that they were nehenem misudosay shel oisay rosha. Achashverosh made a suda, and a suda of a goy represents pigama mizbeach. It represents a pigama in achila. They partook from that suda. They were worthy of being destroyed. That's the whole problem. Pigama mizbeach, pigama achila. What's the koyach? Where do we see that that specifically is the koyach of Homon? Because the Gemara says in Megillah, where do we see Homon mentioned in the Chumash? The Gemara says it's a pasuk. Hamin ha'etz asher tzivisicho levilti echol mimenu acholta. Hashem said to Odom and Chava, did you eat from the tree I told you not to eat from? That's where Homon is mentioned. Because the Homon represents Avoidah Homon is bedafka the koyach He wanted everybody to bow down to him. His strength came from eating what you're not supposed to eat. Plain and simple. That's what's written in the Chumash. Then later on it says in the Megillah, yoda That Mordechai found out what was going on. Vayikra Mordechai esbegodov. Mordechai yoda means Mordechai atzadik is the one who's zeicher to get to know why everything was made, why everything was created, that the purpose of the whole Bria was the Am Yisroel. Yisroel, Ola B'machshavot Chila. This Beshvil Yisroel, Shnik Horatius. Note also that it says that when Mordechai Atzadik was successful, why did they convert? We said that, that, that through this, through the tzaddik being Megala, this Hisparus, the fact that Mordechai Tzadik didn't give up, even after they ate from the Sud of Achashverosh and everything, you would picture tzaddikim today, they'd be tzedlich up in the streets, all Jews dead, all Jews deserve to be killed, it's a mitzvah, kill anybody, kill or be killed, either kill other people or jump off roofs, because you did have Averos, you don't deserve to live. Mordechai Tzadik didn't take that attitude. After he saw that they were Nenemi Sudosh and it was it looked like it was all over them and it was Achad Gzera, Mordechai Tzadik kept davening. What allowed him to daven? What gave him the encouragement to daven? Obviously he hadn't given up hope on the Yidden. He knew that there's still good in the Yidden, and not only good in the Yidden, but even Lahavdil in the Goyim there's good. All the mitzvahs the Yidden that the Goyim swallowed up, even that wasn't erased completely. It's there. It's hidden away. And if there is the proper explosion of Hisparus, then you'll see that the year and Av will be Nizgala and everybody will come and convert. Note the Posuk says, What was Mordechai wearing? Big day Hisparus. Mordechai was wearing royal garments. There was this Hisgalus of the Hisparus. Rabbi Nezal said the Hisparus is a combination of Yira and Avo. It says what made the Goyim convert? Because Mordechai was Megala the Yira. Once there's Tiferes, is a combination, a combination of Chesed and Gvura, Ahavo and Yira. Mordechai Tzadik was this Hisgalus of Hisparus, automatically there was the Yira. But Yira alone is not enough. If a person has only Yira, they can't become Niskarev to the Kedusha, because Yira tells you to stay away, to keep your distance. Therefore, the Megillah says that what were Mordechai's instructions 
What's the mitzvah of the day? Mishloyach monois ishlareyehu. He wanted to arouse Ahavo. He wanted to really explode the Ahavo among the Yidden. Once there's Mishloyach monois, it means there's an Avir Hanach Vahazach. And Matonois Levyoinim is the Maisa Hatzdoka. That's the Maisa Hatzdoka that Rabbi Nezal spoke about. By doing that, he knew he would affect a complete Tikkun. And therefore, it was established as a Chiv, as a Mitzvah, to eat a Suda, the Suda Spurim, that's eaten at the end. In other words, Bedafka, the is to start the Suda, Rabbi Nezal says, is towards the end of the day. After we finished reading the Megillah, which is the 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 whole masse talk for Yerusha Shal Mordechai Haloyim Ksuvim al 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 Sefer Divrei Ayomim LeMalchei Modai Uforos that the greatness of Mordechai Tzadik was written into the books of the Persians that we read on Purim and we do the Shalachmonos Namatonos Lavianim everything after all of that we're given permission to eat. Then the final blow of Purim is the Sudas Purim, where the Achil is considered to be on such a high level that we're even permitted to drink. We're even allowed, we're, we're able to take the lowest aspect of Achila, which is Shechrus, which is usually an Avera and the worst Pegam, and on Purim we're able to elevate it, to bring it into the Kedusha, naturally if it's done the right way. Note, the Gemara said that Choman made a girl and he was excited when he came out in the month of Ador. He figured this is his best shot at destroying Bnei Yisrael. Why? Because that was the month in which Moshe Rabbeinu had passed away. Zion Ador was Moshe Rabbeinu's yardside. But the, the Gemara says he didn't know that was also the day that Moshe Rabbeinu was born. Why was he so excited about the yard side of Moshe Rabbeinu? Because Moshe Rabbeinu represents the epitome of this Hisgalus of Hisparus. We say in the Shemayin Esri on Shabbos morning, Yismach Moshe, Bematnas Chelkoi, Kiev Nemon Korosoloi, Kilil Teferes, Baroisha Nasatoloi. That Moshe Rabbeinu was the one who was to this Klil Teferes, Baroishoi. Because again, he was the one who was Megala, the Esparus that Hashem gets in each and every single year. He was the one who was capable of being Mekarev Yisroi. To take the Pope and know that there's good in him and be able to bring out the good in him to be Megayar him and his family and bring about such a fantastic Tikkun in doing it. The Gemara also says that when Homon, after, after Ahasuerus gave the instructions that Homon should dress Mordechai in the Levush Malchus and all his sparus, when Homon came to Mordechai at Tzadik, he found Mordechai giving a shear to his Talmidim. What were they learning? They were learning about the Koimetz Mincha. They were learning about Korbonois. So the Gemara says that Chomon said to Mordechai, "Osi koimetz mincha didchu ubotil aseras alofim kikar kesef didi." Your korbonois, your tikkunam is beach. Your tzdaka, it's all one thing. Tzdaka is for for a shul, for a yeshiva. That's all beis hamikdash. It's mizbeach. Your tzdaka is your korbonois are coming to be mavatel all my money, my whole strength with my with my wealth with the aseras alofim kikar kesef. Note also, Rabbi Nezal in this Torah mentioned the tefillah of the Alkein Nekave. The Alkein Nekave Lecha Hashem Alekeinu, Lira Yismeheiro B'Seferes Uzecha. So the Meforshim, one of the Meforshim in the back, explains, goes through the whole Alkein Nekave, showing how it's all tied into this chapter on Likud Imran. Lira Yismeheiro B'Seferes Uzecha, that our hope, our yearning is that we should be zeichet to see this Tiferes, this Hisgalas of Hisparus, 
which will result in Uzecho Oiz, which is Yira, Lahavir Gilulim and Oretz, and that'll destroy all the goyim that deserve to be destroyed, that need to be destroyed, the goyim that come from the three klipois tmeois, which can't have a tikkun, which before a person can bring gerim in, the person has to first be able to separate between the good goy and lahavdu lebed goy. Mechia Samolek comes first before the yidn are able to bring in the gerim, the right gerim, into the kedusha. It says over there. So he said, Shakai means enough. That, that people should feel that Hashem is enough for them. They don't need additional. This is what Rabbi Nachman Shigrinzal had explained. That the Pegam and the Avoid Zoro was this Ozav Hashem Esoretz. The fact that they felt Hashem is so great because of Hashem's greatness, therefore he can't be closely tied to us. Therefore he must have others who are in between him and us to be able to be associated with us. That was their Pegam and Avoid Zoro. The Tikkun is when the Goyim come to realize that just the opposite. Hashem is so great that Hashem's greatness is what allows him to go way, way down to the lowest when the Yidin were in Mitzrayim and they needed somebody to bail them out. Who bailed them out? Hashem himself. Hashem was the one who was able to reach down to the lowest levels to pull them out. And then it says, It seems to be a contradiction. We start off talking about kill the Goyim, kill the Avodah And then we say, The whole world will come to recognize Hashem. If we kill them all out, who's, gonna, who's there going to be left to recognize? Obviously, there's these two types. There's the goyim who represent the complete ra, and there's the goyim who represent this noiga, which is a combination of toiv vora, where them it's possible to bring into the gedusha. And then it says, everything ties in, if you look at it. One item that I thought, because we had recently in the Novi Shurim, Rabbi Zal spoke about the ochon, ochon who lived during the time of Yeshua, who was a Russia? The Torah says that the Eden went to do battle against a certain nation, I, on the command of Hashem, and then 36 Yidin were killed in this battle. 36 Yidin were killed. The, the, the Novi says that Yeshua tore his clothes and he fell on his face. He burst into tears. How could this be? Yidin should go into war with 10 billion Goyim and one Yid should die? Impossible. If Hashem is on our side, there's no, you don't have to suffer casualties. If Hashem, Hashem is on our side, it's possible for there to be a million against one and the one should win. Avram Avinu went by himself with some sand in his hand. He went chasing four kings and all their armies. And these four kings had just beat up five kings with bigger kingdoms in them. And Avram Avinu went chasing them with a handful of sand. And the Gemara says he threw the sand at them and the sand, each grain of sand turned into an arrow. How much sand, how many grains of sand could you hold in your hand? A few hundred thousand. A few hundred thousand arrows went flying at those four kings' armies 
armies and they went away. The armies went away. They were finished. So we see that it's possible for the Yidden to wipe out completely the Goyim without suffering any casualties at all whatsoever. Here, Yehoshua saw 36 Yidden died. He got all upset and he started crying. And the Novi says, Hashem came to him and he said, this wasn't Stam. This is because the Yidden did a terrible Avera. What was a terrible Avera? I gave instructions before this war that no Yid should touch anything from these Goyim. <clears throat> the mission was seek and destroy completely. Destroy everything, all the Goyim and all their possessions. Somebody didn't listen. Somebody went and took something from the Goyim, from these Goyim, and that's why 36 Yidin had to die. And Hashem told Ochon, Hashem told Yeshua, now I want you to make a lottery to be able to find and prove <coughs> who it is that, that did this. And the, the Torah says that Yeshua did it, and in the end they discovered there was a person by the name of Ochon. He was the one who did it, and Yeshua told him, confess your sin, so that you'll make a Kiddush Hashem. People know that, that Yidin don't die for nothing. Ein misa so that, that it was this sin that caused Yidin to die. And the Torah says that afterwards, they took Ochon, and all Ochon told them what he had taken. He had taken specific things, and he said he buried it in the ground. They dug it up from the ground, and they took that, plus all of Ochon's possessions, plus Ochon and his whole family, and they brought them into a certain valley, and they stoned them. They gave them skila, and then they, they destroyed all of them. They destroyed them and their possessions. Now the question is, what, what happened there? What was Ochon's pigam? Rabbi Nezal in this Torah Kutumran discusses a concept of the nichse amamayo yiros, that there's a whole tikkun, there's a whole concept of being able to take from the goyim and bring it into Bnei Yisrael. But that's not for every yo-yo to decide. There's a time that's only tzaddikim. The biggest tzaddikim are the ones who know and are able to tell what parts from the goyim can be brought into the kedusha and have a tikkun. When somebody tries to do this on their own, to take something from the goyim to himself, which Hashem said specifically not to, obviously it's the opposite of this whole Torah in the that we learned about. This Torah applies specifically to that Klipas Noiga, to that part of the Tumah that can come into the Kedusha. And this is why Bedafka Ochon, the, the Mephorshim say that he was the one who presented this tefillah of al Kane Nekaveh. al Kane Nekaveh is Rosh Tevas Ochon. Because this tefillah talks about the Tikkun for his Pigam. His Pigam was that he tried to take something from the Goyim and bring it into the Kedusha that he wasn't supposed to. His limud was to know that what he did wasn't wrong. There is such a concept. It's just that he wasn't the one to figure out when to do it or who to do it. The Tzadik Emes, Yeshua, was the one who could decide. Or Kav Hashem is the one who makes that decision. When Hashem said, don't touch anything, don't take anything from this nation, Hashem understood that from this nation of Ai, there was nothing whatsoever that needed to be brought into the Kedusha. We'll leave it at this for now. There's a, a lot more. On this turn on Likut Imran, there are about seven or eight chapters of Likut Elochis discussing it, and there's obviously a lot, to, a, a, lot to, a lot to learn. One item I did want to say, which is brought in the Sichos Vesipurim in the back, 
a very interesting item to know about what went on during Rabbeinazal's lifetime in terms of the different people that Rabbeinazal dealt with. Rabbeinazal writes that when Rabbeinazal Kishomar Hatoira Vaihihe Meirikim Sakehem, when Rabbeinazal gave this shear on Shabbos Hanukkah, Tov Kuv Samachvov, this is in the back of the Likut Imran and Sichois Hashayochim Latoirois, page Zion. That year that Rabbein Azal gave this shir, there were a tremendous amount of gerim that came and joined Bnei Yisroel. Specifically through this way that they found in their books things that contradicted their emuna. And this topic is explained very, very well in this chapter on Likud Imran, how this comes to pass. How it is that the Goyim are able to find in their Sforim the opposite of their Emuna. Exactly, it's explained very clearly. Because this item we've heard already from many Geirim. Especially that year when Rabbeinazal gave this shear, it's all the way in the back of the Likutim Rans. Some of the Likutim Rans have it. Way, way, way in the back. There were many incidents like this. Right after that Shabbos Hanukkah, a priest, a Galach, that lived in a small village outside of where Abenazal lived, this Galach came and converted. He became a Yid. This Galach came to Rabbeinazal afterwards, the Siperlefonov, and he told Rabbeinazal, that he found in his books of religion that he was studying, he found things that showed him the opposite of what the Goyim believe in. There was also a woman and her children that converted at that time, shortly after Rabbeinazal gave this shear. The Sipra, and she told over, that her children converted because of the fact that they found things in their books of theology, in their books of religion, that contradicted their emuna. And there were many incidents like this. Also, the famous Ger Tzedek that was around the time of the Baal Shem Tov in earlier generations, the story of this Ger Tzedek is very well known. People tell over also that he converted because he found in their books the opposite of their emuna. Rab Nosanzal writes, I also spoke to a ger, and this ger also told me something similar. And in this chapter on Likut Imran, the secret behind this is explained very well. And understand this well. 
וביום ממוהים שום רבינו סלטור הנ"ל עוז נזגיירו גרם הרבה מועד בעולם. At the time that Rabbein Azal gave this shir, at that time there were a tremendous amount, a tremendous number of gerim that converted throughout the world. Obviously this was one of Rabbein Azal's avoidos, this was one of Moish Rabbeinu's avoidos, and the tzadikim amitim, in the earlier generations, each one of them had a connection to this item. They were the ones who knew who and how, and, and the gerim found their way, bedafka, to these tzadikim. However, we should be zeichet to get to understand Rabbein Azal's Torah Likut Imran and be zeichet to be mekayim b'pshitus everything that Rabbein Azal speaks about here. To give tztaka and to give it the right way b'hizkashrus to tzadikim in the manner that through our tzedakah all the tikkunim that are said in this Torah should be accomplished and to be zeichet to eat the right way, to eat the way the, the Torah is full of instructions as to how a Jew is supposed to eat. And we should be zeichah, especially through the mitzvahs of the month of Ador, the Parsha Shkolim, Parsha Zohar, what was um, uh, uh, the, in Parsha Zohar, what do we talk about? Who is Homon going after? That Homon, Amolek, the Avodah goes after the weak ones. What does it try to convince them of? That you're too far from Hashem. The opposite of this is Parus. The whole avoid of Homon Amolek is to convince the Yidden that, that they've, they've gone so far, that the Yidden is so far from Hashem, Hashem doesn't want you, Hashem doesn't like you, Hashem doesn't need you. And then all the, all the tikkunim that come through the Antif of Purim and Pesach are all related to this. We should be zeichet through following Rabbi Nezal's advice in this Torah to get to see the coming of Moshiach. Amen.